0: Alright, what's going on? Happy Turkey Day. No playing this ride. Number 56. It is still me, Blackout. Welcome aboard if you're new. Welcome back if you're coming back. Episode number 56, like I said, I'm going to talk to you guys about a few things. Mrs. 45, Jamel Robinson, The Simpsons, rest in peace Stan Lee, some other things that happened over the past week, which I missed because the podcast, as you know, drops on Monday, sometimes Sunday night. So I didn't get to put everything in there would I would have, but whatever. We're going to keep on rolling and keep on doing what I do. And apologies in advance because this will not be edited if you can't tell already because your boy got shit to do. My bad, Trent. Don't mean to uh, shit on what you do that brother, but I got to I gotta make things happen. So first and foremost, rest in peace to my man, Stan Lee. World lost a legend. You contributed to the world of entertainment for a long time, and many people have for the most part built their lives around things you've created or overseen the creation of i'm not too sure how the comic book world works but i know i was definitely glued to my screen on saturday morning watching the x-men cartoon and playing with the with the action figures and the video games and all that and on to the movie so shout out to you stan lee for all you contributed to the world and for everybody who he inspired keep going man if that's your dream to do comics keep doing it if you'd like to read the stuff man it's not going nowhere he left something behind he left a long, long legacy and memory, so you can't miss him. You just go, walk, go back and watch the movies, check the cameos, man. You're gonna have Stan Lee, man. The man lived a good life, 95 years, I believe. Shout out to you for all you did for us, man. I appreciate you. And I uh, hope you inspire somebody else to take the next step. I'm gonna stick with the, the kind of cartoon aspect of things, but it's, it's almost like social commentary. So The Simpsons have a character. If you don't know what The Simpsons are or who The Simpsons are, it's a cartoon. It's a, an adult cartoon sitcom or whatever that's been on TV for damn near 30 years now. But the Simpsons have a, a diverse cast, well I'm, I will say almost diverse cast. Some people have different color hair, but for the most part, yellow I guess is supposed to depict white people, but they have you know they have black people sprinkled in there and whatever. But there's one character in particular I want to talk to you guys about, and that's the character Apu. And Apu is the Indian-American cat who runs the Quickie Mart. Again, I'm talking to you as if you've never seen The Simpsons before, but I'm going to give you some background real quick. There's an Indian-American producer, his name is Adi Shankar, I hope I spelled or said his name right. But he was suggesting that they change the direction of the character only because it it, uh, it feeds into stereotypes about Indian Americans. That was his point, he said, you know, maybe they can make Apu transition into doing something else, which I didn't really see as a bad thing because I'll take it like this, I'll tell you like this, I'm not an Indian American. I'm not gonna to pretend to know how an Indian American person feels about this Apu character. And this particular individual is somebody who's been successful so if he feels it, people who haven't been as successful probably feel it too. I can only imagine what it would feel like to be compared to a cartoon character. It hasn't happened directly to me, you know, as a black person, but Apu, I'm going to go out on the limit and say it's, it's safe for me to assume that for some people, Apu was their first reference point for an Indian American and what they are. So I can imagine being Indian growing up in the States and getting, you know, getting fucked with people saying stupid quickie mark jokes to you. Just dumb shit like that. Because we've all, I mean, almost everybody I know, we've all imitated the voice because we love him as a character. We don't think about it outside of what we see on TV. But for some people, this character is affecting their life. And it may sound snowflakeish and shit like that, but I'm just being 100% honest because as a black person, there are certain expectations placed on me because of what's seen on TV and what the image that is projected of me. There are certain expectations when I walk in the room. Do I like basketball, rap music, and fucking chicken and grape soda? Yes, I like all of those things, but most of America does. But because of the, um, what's the word I want to use? The um, I can't think of the word right now. But, but because of the stereotype or whatever that's been put out there, that's what it's supposed to be for me the narrative is what i mean so because of the narrative that's been pushed out for so many years and then sometimes jokingly reinforced by us like i know i joke a lot of the time but people know it's not it's not serious when i do it or whatever but because of the narrative that's been pushed out that's become fact in some people's mind and the thing about apu is is i looked at the video that the guy had and they were talking about him and the creation of apu comes from somebody inside the, the Simpsons organization imitating an Indian voice. So it's not even an Indian guy. This is somebody who imitated the Indian uh, voice as a joke, and then they built a whole character around it. So if I'm him, I'm a little frustrated. I can understand being frustrated by that. If that's, like, the number one, the number one person or symbol that you have to be compared to in this country is Apu, the cartoon character that's not even really voiced by an Indian person. Who's been at the Quickie Mart for X amount of years. Like I could see if they made him create like a whole chain or something. And I'm not mad. The guy's not even asking that. Hey, just write him off the show. Take him off the show. He's asking like give him some type of diversity. Let him do something else for a little while. So that it shows Indian Americans is more in you know, one dimensional. In a nutshell. And that's all he was asking for. And the only reason I'm talking to you guys about this is because I saw the video. Of course, I saw it on Facebook. And I went and I jumped down to look at the comments just just to see what's going on. I like to live in the comment section and just see how how the country feels. Get the heartbeat of the nation. See how we're feeling about things. And as I'm reading the comments, everybody's like, oh, he's weak. The, the Simpson stereotype, everybody, this, that, and the third. And I got to thinking, like, maybe they do stereotype right? Let me think about it. Then I was like, no, the doctor's black. He just laughs a lot. He's a doctor. He's black. And then you got, you know, the other half of Carl Linney, Carl, Carl's just a, he's just a guy. There's nothing really stereotypical about Carl. And then the, um, the police officer, uh, I think it's Lou, there's nothing really stereotypical about Lou. He's just Lou. He's just a cop. <laughs> That's it. So I, I failed kind of to see what they were saying there, that the Simpsons stereotype everybody. It's not the same. It doesn't equate, in my opinion. Like, maybe like the pirate guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe the sea captain. Yeah, maybe. Cool. But Krusty, no. Nobody. Nobody else. Not to the extent that Apu was seen. So the guy actually has a point. But the crazy thing is people were calling him sensitive about him feeling a certain way about the character while being an Indian American, but not even looking at their own sensitivity. Because, how sensitive do you have to be if this guy is only asking for the character to have some growth and you get upset about it? That's the thing that blew my mind. You're mad about somebody who's not even really going to go out on the limb and be like offended. It's just that, hey, help us show that there's more to us than Quickie Marts. And get a character some diversity, you're mad about the character being changed. He's talking about something that's affecting the perception of him in real life. And you're concerned about a fucking cartoon character who's been on TV for 20 years. Who's who's being sensitive here? He's not asking the guy to be gone. He just give, give him a little change. And you're crying like calling him names, leave a whole fucking paragraphs in the goddamn comment section. Who's really sensitive about it? And he's reached out. To the, you know, to the Simpsons to try to create some type of change. But, you know, they were obviously resistant to it. But he reached out. He wasn't disrespectful about it. He just spoke his mind. And the real sensitive people actually got hurt. Got their feelings hurt. That was crazy to me. I just had to, to share it with people because it actually blew my mind that somebody would, um, get that up in arms about somebody wanting to add character diversity to a cartoon. Pretty weird that somebody would be that, um get bothered by that but whatever all right in other news uh melania trump recommends the firing of a security aide myra ricardo and she ended up getting fired so apparently there was an issue with it started with an issue of melania taking a trip to africa i guess there was some some type of disagreement and the bad blood fueled on since then and then it just i guess it carried over to all types of other things and she recommended like you know what She should be fired, and the lady ended up getting fired. And I'm looking at it like this. This this is a weird situation. When you look at these two individuals and how they got to where they are, you have a woman who's probably worked her whole life to get to where she's at working for the President of the United States and being a part of the national security staff, right? And then you have a a model, or yeah, a model, who wasn't born here, who marries a guy, who's never been a politician, who becomes the president, who, who gets into an argument with this woman, or there's a disagreement where they can't really get along, and she gets this woman fired. This woman's worked her whole life, probably, to be able to get this job. And you're going to be there temporarily. And because of your disagreements, you recommend that this woman is fired. This is what you talk about. This is what you openly come out and speak about. Not the infidelity or the way your husband treats people on a regular basis. This is what you want to talk about. Getting somebody fired because they're not going to bow down to you and just go at every whim. She's a security aide. It's her job to maintain security. So whatever she was doing may or may not have been in your best interest. Like, I would make room for a security aide on my plane. I would not leave a security aide off the plane. To me, that's ridiculous. It's their job to be there. And you have now cost this woman her job after you've been there two years, ain't done shit that I could recollect. And now this woman no longer has the job. And remember when everybody was, like, kind of feeling sorry for Melania because, oh, she's stuck with this dude, he's staying the third? No, she's an asshole, too, as you can see. She's an asshole, too. And just because you want to pick at and maybe make fun of their situation where you feel like she may be done with him or whatever, that's their marriage, that's some stuff they got to deal with, she's still standing next to this person. So for me, I have to judge you by who you're close to. Who I think you're really close to, and what you're willing to say about that person, or how you're willing to be around that person. So I put her in the same pile as I put him. We made joke, old poor Melania, but nah, this was a, a sharp reminder for me that nah, she ain't shit either. She ain't shit either. Another semi-political news: um, the CIA has determined that the Saudi prince put the hit out on that reporter, Jamal Khashoggi. So I wonder how uh, our government's going to handle that with, that, with our relationship with, with, Saudi, with Saudi Arabia. I wonder how that's going to play into these politics. Um, I'm a couple of days late on it. I'm not going to lie. I haven't really been following up on it because I was taking a break after the elections and everything. But it's going to be interesting to see if anything's spoken about this in the news. I know the election cycle's over and things are kind of slowing down. I know it's mostly California wildfire, and there's, I don't know how many people missing now. I was going to give you guys an update, but I already got enough sad stuff planned for this podcast, so I'm not going to do that. But I just thought that um, I'd let you guys know. The CIA has determined that, yeah, the prince put their head out on cuz. So rest in peace to that man. Apparently he was legendary, very good journalist, and they took him out because of that. Goddamn shame. Speaking of getting caught. Another murder-related news, the killers of the, the, that Ohio family, that eight-member family that got murdered, they got people in custody. They arrested the Wagner family. Apparently, it was an issue over custody, and one of the kids from the Wagner family had a child with one of the children from the uh, Roden family. And there was a, the issue was all it was all over custody. So they do have the four members of the Wagner family in custody right now. Also, the two grandmothers from those respective families, well, from the Wagner side of the family, two grandmothers are going to be brought up on felony charges for their attempt to help cover up the crime. And I'm glad they caught those people because eight, pe- goddamn, eight people, eight people. Over custody. There's got to be a better way. This shit sounds like Hatfield to McCoys. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Ohio, but this is just not some news you hear every day that eight people get murdered. And it's taking people time to track down and figure out who did. Apparently the law went as far as Alaska looking for leads, trying to figure out who killed these goddamn people. And it turns out it's people right there, close to them. That's a damn shame. You just ruined this kid's life. The kid you're fighting for, you just ruined their whole life because now they're going to know that you took a a part and one whole side of their family being wiped out. Now, I'm not quite sure what the issue is. Like, maybe, maybe she was getting molested and maybe that whole side of the family knew about it or whatever and then that's how that happened. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know and I don't even really mean to speculate but I'm trying to figure out what would it take to make a whole family go kill another, another whole family. That's that's mind blowing to me. And in fact, I think it said it took like two years for them to finally figure out or track these people down and get enough evidence to charge them, which is crazy. Cause I mean, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Two years, I'm, I'm gone by then. Like I'm out. You gonna catch me at somebody border trying to get low. I do something crazy like that. I'm not sticking around trying to figure out if you caught me or not. I'm going to haul ass. I'm getting the fuck low. I'm dipping. There ain't no way. If I'm getting caught, I'm getting caught at, at the border somewhere. I'm not going to try to blend into society. No, nah, player. I'm out. <laughs> I'm dipping. As soon as I commit the crime, I'm on a plane. Pyram. But I got no plans to do that, so no need to track me, FBI, or anybody who may hear this, pick this up. I'm a good person. I record all my actions, as you can see, do a podcast. I'm not trying to kill no goddamn body. I just want to talk to myself in my car and then show other people that I talk to myself in my car. That's it. What, another sad news, uh, Jamel Robinson, man. 26-year-old father, black man, church musician. He was a security guard in the suburb of Chicago and he was shot while he was doing his job. Apparently a fight broke out at this bar and then uh, they started shooting. So Jamel chased down one of the shooters, tackled him, was holding him down, waiting on the authorities to get there. When the police showed up, they were yelling at him and telling him to put the gun down apparently and then they shot him and killed him. Now apparently, despite the people there on the scene telling the police like hey this person's a security guard don't shoot him the police shot him anyway he was wearing this weird all black camouflage i don't know if you heard of it it's like this all black security camouflage it's black pants and black shirt or jacket that say security on it in white letters apparently this confused the police officer and he was like man Security. That's right. I'm gonna secure this scene, and I'm gonna shoot this man. Jamel Robinson's gonna leave behind a child, a fiance or a girlfriend, and right now she's currently pregnant. And they had this young lady on CNN, and I, and I don't mean to say this in the wrong, but she look, she looked like a goddamn zombie. That girl had no business being on TV. And I understand she has to do, you know, go through her process and make herself appeal, appear sympathetic but i think it was just way too soon for her to be on tv way too soon cuz she could barely keep her head up. she was just thinking about what was going on she was answering the questions one or two sentences and like i said before maybe maybe that's a ploy from the you know the legal team the legal advisors that hey man you go up there you got to appear got to appear hurt so people are sympathetic towards your cause when you file your lawsuit Maybe that's the case. I'm skeptical I got to look at shit that way. But in my brain, she was no way in hell ready to be on fucking national TV, on live television, asking, answering questions from Don Lemon. No way in hell. I kinda, I'm looking at CNN funny people we putting that shit out there. It was kind of disrespectful. You got your ratings and all that, but it's kind of a low blow, man. Kind of a low blow. And uh, one time for everybody who ended up conceding in their elections, um, I know uh, my man Andrew Gillum had to. He ended up shutting it down. Stacey Abrams shut it down as well, and uh, the Senator Nelson down in Florida as well. They shut it down. That's got to be a hard thing to do, no matter which side of the aisle you want to consider yourself on, to campaign and spend all that time and money and energy, and push it into something that you believe in, only to have to turn around and tell your people like, "Hey, listen, man, we got to shut it down." I'm not going to continue to move forward with this. I'm going to go ahead and concede so we can get on with our lives. It's it's got to be hard. It's got to be tough. But that's what you're in it for, to, to, to get people talking, to try to create change in your community and make it a better place. So hopefully all these people run again or they help somebody else run and push policy that's going to make it better for whoever's in their environment or whoever's in their community or whatever. Just keep going. Inspire the next person. If you don't want to do it again, keep going. Keep it moving and uh, just make Florida, Georgia, wherever you at, make it a better place because that's that should be the goal at the end of the day, make it a better place than how you got it, no matter what, what you believe in. If you're in the middle like me, if you're liberal, if you're libertarian, if you're conservative, you're Green Party, whatever, the goal should be to make where we live a better place. So I thank them for their contributions and wish them well on the next endeavors, but it didn't work out this time. Try again. Also, man, happy Thanksgiving. This podcast will be out before Thanksgiving, and there'll be one coming after that. Maybe depending on how ingrained I am with family shenanigans and all that. But happy Thanksgiving when you guys hear this in advance from me. Happy Turkey Day. Don't get hurt playing football. Don't gain too much weight. And don't feel trapped by having to do a traditional Thanksgiving. It's 2018. You don't have to eat turkey no goddamn more. You can do what you want to do. If you want to have pizza for Thanksgiving and that's your shit, do it. If you want to have freeze pops for Thanksgiving, do that shit. Ramen noodles, cool. If you, want to, if you want to fast for Thanksgiving, that's cool. But cook and bring it to my house, and I will eat it if it's not trash. Don't be on here with the wild macaroni shit like I see that dude, Kev, on stage talking about people putting celery and carrots and macaroni and shit and grapes and all that and blueberries and all this other trash, man. What's, I don't know what's wrong with people. Seven-up potato salad. Stop fucking experimenting with the food. Not around the holidays. Keep that shit in your house. Keep it in your house. Nobody wants to see that that trash. Unless we're going to laugh at you. That's what I'm going to do. But be careful because apparently uh, per CNN there's a recall on raw turkey. There's a chance of salmonella. So make sure you look at what you got. And uh, be careful. Be selective in what you buy. And that's almost it for me, man. I got it done pretty quick. I got shit to do so I'm not going to stay here long. And talk to y'all about dumb shit. Florida State for the win. Everybody talking shit about D12, man. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and get into it right now. Florida State Seminole fans, go get my motherfucking belt. Now listen, I've been talking shit about the offense the whole season. And I stick by that point. I don't believe in East and West offensive football. I think it's fucking stupid and it's predictable. But if you can make it work, I will shut up and gladly watch. Right now, Florida State University is not fucking working. Maybe five plays out of 25 it'll work. But... For everybody talks shit about D12, that's DeAndre Francois, number 12. Y'all call him Frenchy, Dirty Red, D12, whatever. For every Florida State Seminole fan talking shit about this man, I want you to think before you open your mouth or before you get on the fucking Facebook or whatever and get to type in and shit, think about what this man did. He came in as a rash-hurt freshman, first season, won the Orange Bowl, right? First season, ACC Rookie of the Year. Second season, had us competitive in, in the Alabama game, ends up getting hurt now in this time frame jimbo leaves he doesn't play james blackman plays and finishes out the season he comes back to this new bullshit ass system when he's full go comes back to a new bullshit ass system in a worst offensive line now i want you to think about this man for a moment this man who stood in that pocket and taking all them fucking big thunderous ass hits from these big thick ass linemen in the acc and got right the fuck back up and continued to play who's got smacked, should have been out the game, and came right back in the game. I want you to think about this when you start talking about D12 and talking about Frenchie all bad like this. Think about it. This man is then ridiculed half the season by Florida State Seminole fans in his return season in a new system with a worse offensive line, like I said. Now, I'm watching the games. And yes, last week or no, this week, this Saturday, there was throws. I was like, what is he doing? My only guess is, is that He was anticipating people to be places where they were not, and he was off his game. I can accept that. He is not perfect. But if I'm looking at this individual in totality, I see a guy who stood in the pocket and delivered one ass. Now, when people are in the right spot, he gets them the ball. It's not his fault that he has an NFL arm and these guys still got high school hands or these guys don't know where they're supposed to be. You can see the frustration when he's out there trying to to run tempo He's getting fucking smacked and getting right back up, ready to go, and he's having to yell at other guys to get back on the line so they can run the next play. And then the fucking sidelines take it forever to get the play in. So whose fault is it really? Because Blackman would have been throwing them same fucking them same throws running the same plays because on the plays that would look crazy, there was only one receiver in a position to have the ball thrown to him. And yet this guy's out there taking these big old hits. Going on design QB runs with a repaired ACL, yelling at his teammates, trying to get people to, to get up so they can do tempo. And then after all that, after all that time, and I'm looking at the Facebook group, people talking shit. What does he do? Comes out 74 yard, bomb for a touchdown. And y'all talking about French trash. I got French fucked up. I better chill out. Talking about our goddamn quarterback. Also, more football. Go get my belt in this. Jacksonville Jaguar front office Go get my motherfucking belt And listen to me clear Listen to me clear I'm talking about another Florida State simon. I'm talking about Jalen Ramsey I want you to listen to me clear right now Do not Do not Lose control in this locker room Lose these players And make them say things like it's being said that he said Do not make him feel like he's going to be traded Do not trade him We have a a top-notch defense has made some mistakes, but the offense has not been staying on the field. Do not lose this team. Do not break up this goddamn defense because the chances of us building a defense this good again are few and far between because you know what's going to happen? They're going to see shit like this like, man, they had it together. They had a fucking squad. You know what they did? They broke up the team. That's going to make players not want to fucking come here. That's a problem we just fixed getting the guys we got in there right now. So fix the fucking offensive line, do whatever you got to do on offense, make it fucking work, and keep this goddamn team together. Now, I'm sorry about all the profanity, but I had to get that off my chest because my football season has been terrible. I'm about to go watch my Bears, play, see what they can do. Basketball is going to be terrible between the Bulls and the Lakers, and um, baseball's over, man. And I'm falling through my, on my promise to start fucking with hockey. So I need this football season to... To end at least on a good note. With that being said, you can find me at NoPlayingThisRide at gmail.com. NoPlayingThisRide on, on Facebook. No this ride on Twitter. So that's NoPlay247 on Twitter. Capital N, lowercase O, capital P-L-A-Y. NoPlay247 on Twitter. No this ride on YouTube as well. Hit me up, man. I'm, I got a page. I'm starting a group. I also have a football-related group. So if you're a part of the Big Three in Florida, the rivalry Miami, Florida, Florida State, only people who are fans of those teams, nobody else that's outside of that, we don't want y'all in there. We basically in there talking shit about everybody, all three of the teams, that's all we doing, It's talking shit. It's about to be hate week and we need that to get that frustration out and just keep it in one spot. So we are doing that. So, like I said, or like I always say, make your next day your best day, be better tomorrow than you were today. And my bad for not editing this shit, but I got things to do. Love y'all, peace.